0: Hello guys, what's going on? I hope you're having a wonderful day and um, today we are going to have another full test and in this speaking part of the full test is um, going to be covering the weekends and um, uh, being able to do something well in the discretion parts and um, skills and abilities, salaries for skilled people as well in the third part without further ado i'm going to start uh, reading the questions in the first part which are about the weekend uh how do how do you usually spend your weekends and why well uh for me the weekends are really busy you know because most of my online students um working you know and some of them are students so the only time that we could actually communicating into make something substantial is at the weekend you know so the full day is is uh, full with the lessons and uh, I usually have more time between four and seven and then in the evening I again have a couple of lessons so uh, that's my typical weekend but in weekdays I have much more free time Which is your favourite part of the weekend and why? Well, um, my favourite part of the weekend is uh, when we're having group speaking sessions uh, with my my students. And uh, this is a lot of fun because uh, we tend to uh, exchange what we have done during the week, you know, um, um, what we plan to do for uh, the weekend, especially my students. There are people from different parts of the world, so they have different kinds of plans. And uh, what they want to do and uh, what they have been doing during the week actually gives me a moment to actually reflect and see how beautiful life is. Do you think your weekends are long enough? Why Why not? Well, my weekends tend to be really short because I've said it's um, the busiest part of my life, you know, the weekends. So I could say they are the shortest ones and they pass really quickly because since morning up to evening, I'm always busy with something and how important do you think it is to have free time at the weekend well i think it's really important if it depends on the kind of work you do for me if i have enough free time during the uh, weekdays and most time in the day i I'm, i'm also feeling free you know and the kind of activities that i do doesn't actually or specifically require other people you know i go to the gym or do some martial arts or reading or writing so a plenty of free time during the uh, the day during the week helps me to uh, focus on myself. You know, having time for myself. You know, which is a lot of it. You know, and um, improving myself. You know, which is really really uh, satisfying. And at the weekend, though, I'm very busy. When I get about two or three hours to actually go out and meet my friends, is always enough. You know, outside that one, I don't think I actually need more free time. Okay, that's the end of the first part. I'm going to focus in the second part. First of all, I'm going to read the question, you know, and um, the question says, Describe someone you know who does something well. Describe someone you know who does something well. You should say who this person is, how you know this person, what they do well, and explain why you think this person is so good at doing this. Well, um, my best friend is um, is a doctor, you know, um, and uh, he he has always been a very good student. I have seen him since his high school, in the university years, specialization years, you know, and um, not only being a doctor. Oh, I think the doctor, um, um, the fact that he's a doctor has affected his life as well but since ever since i've known him he has been a very nice person the kind of person that you could never doubt their intentions you know you'd be comfortable around them to tell them what you you want to do for the future the people who um always appreciating what you do they're not uh, jealous of what you're doing you know they just want you to improve yourself you know i'm also that kind of a person especially when it comes to uh, his self-improvement you know um I'm kind of a guy who always wants the best for him, wants him to be better than he is. It doesn't matter if better than me, you know, better than himself, better than everybody around him, because I know he's a good person. You know, as long as you're a good person, I usually don't have problem to see you becoming better and better, even if that means like better than me or actually um getting help from me. You know, so um, as long as he keeps on being a good person, I'm always gonna um, be by his side. You know, and even if he loses his way, I'm always going to be there for him as well to make sure that he he gets back to his true nature. You know, so I could say, yeah, um, I know this person well, and we have been friends for almost 17 years. And uh, in all these years, I'm a kind of a guy who unfortunately gets into fights easily. You know, and because of that, I've always fought with most of my friends, but I've never fought with this guy, not for a single day. And when he feels like I have broken his heart, he would just be quiet and take his time off. And when I come to myself, I just go to apologize. Same to goes to me after seeing this kind of reaction towards him. When I feel like I'm not doing something all right, I, I'm always willing to go and face the, the, the um, my friend and talk about it. You know, and apologize so um it's it's the kind of a person though that instance I can't say we had really a situation that we actually um, come to a point there we have to apologize to each other. I'm just giving the instance because that's what it feels like you know we we always try to take one step forward into reaching out if one of them seems to be a little bit you know, uh, not in the mood to connect or probably a little bit broken, you know. So even when you are angry, he doesn't go there. He doesn't become angry. When he's angry, I try to keep my cool, you know. So we actually don't have um, that fight that to say, like, we actually don't talk anymore. You know, we actually don't like each other. Never a physical fight, you know, at all, uh, which are the kind of fights that I usually have a lot, even with, with my very close friends. So, um, I think thanks to him that I have uh, become a better person. You know, uh, every time I'm around him, uh, he has influenced me very positively that he has humbled me. You know, um, seeing somebody who is always uh, ready to um, take care of you when you have a problem, you could uh, count on them, you know, when you, you you are facing life challenges, you know, somebody you wouldn't feel shy to call and ask you for anything, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing um, kind of a friendship that uh, we have with this person, you know. All right, so that's the end of this part. I'm going to focus on the third part where we're going to talk about skills and abilities and also salaries for skilled people. The first question is, what skills and abilities do people most want to have today? What skills and abilities do people most want to have today? Well, I could say that um, technological skills, especially computer skills, uh, nowadays being able to write on a computer and using a computer and actually interacting fluently with a computer is like um, an ability to speak and write in all in the days. If you cannot write, you are considered as illiterate. I think nowadays not being able to communicate with the technology is also another form of illiterate. And unfortunately, um, older people don't, they hold back sometimes, you know, Uh, even though I have some other relatives of mine, for example, especially my mom, he, she's very, very uh, ready to learn about the technology and she's ready to take advantage of it, you know, um, uh, some, some, especially other people, or other elderly people of high age, they tend to pull back a little bit and they don't want to, to involve themselves into learning these abilities. But I think it's something that everybody should know. So the technological skills are very, very important nowadays. It's like a pre-requirement to most jobs. Which skills should children learn at school? And are there any skills which they should learn at home? And what are they? Well, um, I think people should, especially children, you know, should learn communication skills. You know uh, how to understand other people's emotions, empathy. Having empathy, we have taken our kids to school for so many years. We still taking our kids to school. We were also once kids, you know. And uh, unfortunately, where we grow mentally is where we lose our emotions or our ability to feel, you know. So we teach uh, these young people how to think, how to create. Probably we are forcing them into solving difficult problems, but we don't teach them the values that they should have. That's why we we have people who are not very... um, empathetic towards others people who could uh, harm others you know so that's part that we had left behind into civilization the barbaric part where people actually just killed each other you know in every fight they had just for something as little as food you know we we moved from there and created civilization but after creating civilization we focused more into building things And building a life and building technology and forgetting how to feel, you know. So I think children should be focusing a little bit more in um, emotional maturity. They have to grow not only um, mentally, but also spiritually, you know, their heart also. They have to have this big heart. And we have to teach our children being a kind person is not a weakness. It's actually a strength. It's something that they need. Being being a good person is not a weakness, it's strength. It's something that you actually are angry at your friend, but you choose not to act on that anger. You know, you, you have something little instead of just being selfish and keep it for yourself. You choose to share it with your your friend or your 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 your, your neighbor, you know, cooperating, working together. These also are communication skills, you know, communication is not always about talking, you know, your reactions, uh, your mimics, your gestures, you know, the cooperation, being there for other people, celebrating other people's achievements. You know, these are the things that young people uh, must learn. You know, which skills, uh, I think we, we did this question, uh, moving to the third question, which skills? do you think would be important in the future? Which is because I think there are futuristic skills, but um, there are skills which are timeless. I've talked about communication. I'm talking about communication, learning, teaching um, young people how to communicate, but this is not the job of young people alone, but also adults. But when you catch them when they're younger, it's much more easier to remind them when they are older. So I could say that this communication skills, which is both from the past, it exists in the present, and also it's very futuristic. People in the future also um, will still need these communication skills. Um, Another skill is, as I have mentioned before, the technological skills. You know, people will actually need to kind of be better and better when it comes to communicating with the technology. Their technological development is very rapid and being able to keep up with this technological uh, advancement you have to update yourself and being willing to learn, you know, and willing to learn doesn't mean that you're going to spend hours of a day, some other things are very simple, somebody instructs you or shows you in five minutes and you learn how to do it and you start doing it by yourself. But a lot of people are reluctant um, to learn these kind of skills and they just think they don't have time or they don't want to uh, have that mental pain that involves uh, you trying to acquire a new knowledge, even if it's very little. You know, uh, as I said before, um, we have adults, especially uh, the elder people after 50 years old, they feel like. This is the end of it, you know. I, I don't have to learn anything new. What I have is enough. It's never enough. I mean, if somebody tells you, you're you going to die tomorrow, you still have to learn something today, you know. And um, I know this doesn't sound very realistic, but uh, it's very true. The beauty of learning is not just because you're going to use this knowledge somewhere in the future, but the process of learning itself, it just makes you feel different. To know makes you feel different. So. The fact that you know something is enough to make you feel different and think differently and live that the remaining one day of your life in much more, a little bit more fulfilled person, you know. So um, moving from there, I'm going to talk about salaries uh, for skilled people. Uh, Which kinds of jobs have the highest salaries in your country and why is this? Uh, which kinds of jobs have the highest salaries in your country, and why is this? Well, I I think um, the most paid people are um, like bankers and financial managers, and politicians, especially the um, representatives. You know, uh, I don't think the doctors and the engineers are getting as much paid as the, the politicians are paid in. in in my country and many other countries, you know, and for me, my priority will be teachers, good teachers have to be paid like um, enough money, you know, and people have to be encouraged, especially smart people must be encouraged to enter the teaching um, uh, career because it's uh, where you prepare the young people to become the leaders of the future. So if the people who prepare them are not good enough, then we're having a problem, you know. So um, I think the, the the kind of jobs which get the highest salary are the ones which are related to banking and politics in my country. Are there any other jobs that you think you should have high salaries? Are there any other jobs that you think should have high salaries? Uh, why do you think that? As I've just mentioned before, I think the jobs such as uh, treating people for the doctors and also the teachers, I think they should have high salaries, especially the teachers. And I'm not saying this because I'm a teacher. I know for a fact that uh, if teachers are well paid, then they're going to have more time to uh, improve themselves instead of worrying about the difficultness of life itself. If they have improved life and they love what they do, I think they'll have more opportunity to to teach more. I say um, that it is saying um, in, in, in Swahili language, mm-hmm. Uh, It translates to um, being a teacher is uh, sacrificing yourself. You know, yes, of course, just giving knowledge and spending time to improve yourself into becoming uh, a better teacher is sacrificing. But this doesn't mean that you shouldn't uh, be treated well in terms of the salary or the the standard of your life. You know, you have to have an opportunity to enjoy a good life so that when you enter the classroom your mind shouldn't be elsewhere you know it shouldn't be worrying about what i might have for dinner today or whether i'm going to be able to pay the rent and probably the teachers should be given houses for free which is being paid probably by the government or the school itself it's if it's possible so i could say yeah uh, the teachers deserve the the high salaries the last question in this part is Some people say that it would be better for society if everyone got the same salary. What do you think about that? I'm going to repeat the question. Some people say it would be better for society if everyone got the same salary. And what do you think about it? I think, uh, no, uh, there is no society which is ready for a system where everybody is getting equal salary. You know, uh, the priorities of any society and the human nature itself, it has always been into abundance. So um, people are motivated by the abundance. If they know they're going to get more, um, then they're ready to work more. But uh, convincing people to work more just because they're going to have a dignity or some kind of um, a big name in the community. It's something which is possible, it's possible with the humans, but with the present culture, it will be very difficult. It would take a long transition for people to actually accept. Everyone could have equal salary, but one person could be uh, praised or could be uh, awarded Um, somehow by giving importance uh, in the uh, community just because they're doing a good job, you know. So I think it's not very easy to create such a system, even though such a system might have its own benefits but uh given the nature of human you know there are two uh theories that one of them says humans are lazy so they need to be punished in order to work and another one says the humans are actually not lazy so they have to be uh, rewarded in order to be motivated to work so i think both of them are correct you know it depends on the person so if humans are not Uh, that specific having a system where everyone is being paid equally it might create some problems among others whereby some people would be working really hard and some people would be lazy at the end of the day they're going to get the same benefits so i don't think it's very practical given the human nature all right so that's the end of uh, this discussion um and this test um and the picking parts i hope the answers are going to help you to figure out how you are supposed to uh answer and uh act in the examination and um, um i just want to remind you um uh, about the importance of uh, practicing you know um no one is perfect, nothing is perfect, but practice always makes things better. So uh, believe in that, uh, keep on practicing as long as you can. Never get satisfied with the amount of um, English that you can speak. You have to keep on pushing. You can always improve yourself, you could always make things better. You know, if you have practiced so much in the examination, when you stick, you know, when you are stuck, or you have panicked, Things will just flow naturally, you know, because you have had enough practice. But if you didn't have enough practice, when you panic or you're stuck somewhere, it might lead you into having some uh, problems trying to actually uh, improvise and uh, collect yourself into making sense in your answer, you know. But uh, also advantage another advantage of uh, practicing is that it avoids those kind of circumstances. In general, you know, once you practice, you build a real self-confidence. You know, there is a personal self-confidence, and that's the confidence which comes through practicing. So the confidence which comes through practicing is better, you know, because it could serve you. Uh, it could serve your purpose well, you know, even though the general self-confidence psychological also helps somehow. But um, it's not very permanent in some situations, you know. So... um if you have any question, don't hesitate to contact me. My name is Muribajo, Bajo and see you in the next episode.